This episode of Landmine Radio is sponsored by Dittman Research. Do you know what the most valuable thing in the world is? High-quality information. Because high-quality information informs much better decision-making. Dittman Research has been providing high-quality information to Alaska's leading businesses, organizations, and campaigns for 50 years. Do you really know what Alaskans think about your company or your issue? How about your clients, your shareholders, or your employees? So stop fumbling around in the dark. Hire Dittman Research and find out what's really going on. DittmanResearch.com Okay, back here in studio in Juneau with uh, Jacob Hirsch. How you doing? Uh, glad to be here. It's fun to be back. Landmines guy. Yeah, the guy in the capital. The, the only representative for the past like week and a half. People have asked where you were. And- I was, so I had to go. My parents came in town. I had that top 40 deal and it flew up on last Wednesday. And then, you know, I stayed. That was on Friday. And then they live in New Mexico, but they from Chicago. So they flew back through Chicago and they're kind of older. So I... Decided to fly. I bought a ticket a while back. It was pretty cheap. So I flew Monday night to Chicago in the red eye. You know, got there Tuesday, got some sleep, went to dinner, flew back on Wednesday uh, on the morning flight. So anyways, you've been here the last 10 days and I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about you were here for the first month of session. It was, a, it was a zoo. And you wrote a, you wrote, you've been doing these dispatches for the folks listening. Maybe they've read them on the landmine, but... You're, you're one, the first one you wrote when you came back. I mean, talk about just the big difference of Juno, you know, in like April with the sun and the cruise ship compared to like January when you got, and it was just, it's a very, di- very, for folks who haven't come here, it's a very different world, two worlds. Well, I got here in January and, you know, like Alaska, is, I, I expect it to be like slightly nicer, but I get off the plane, it's like raining, it's slushy, you know, whatever, it's the Southeast. And you haven't been to Juno before then, No, right? I've never been, I, I haven't been... This is going to really ruin my street cred. I've never been north of Sutton or south of Homer oh boy. until this point. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, uh, my experience is confined to a very small area, the south center. Well, you went to school in Washington State, so, I mean, you've... Well, I mean, like, in within Alaska, that's what I mean. Like, you've, you've passed, you've flown over this baby. Yeah, I've been around, but not... I haven't been to June. I haven't been to the southeast before, but... So, what were you... When you came here, what, I mean, were you... You've obviously read where the politics, you know, people come here, like... Did it align with your thought thinking or not really? Well, I didn't really have any preconceived expectations. I knew people that had been here and I knew like my family is sort of political, the extended family. And they had, you know, I got to say your, your aunt is Sammy Graham. There there it is. That's the one. (laughs) Which is, which is amazing. The former chief of staff for Mayor Bronson. And I didn't know this until like fairly recently. I think you told me maybe, I don't know, a few months ago or something. Well, I don't make a big thing. I mean, I mentioned occasionally, you know, if I, in the in the right instance, but yeah, no, Sammy's great. She's and then your uncle's the guy in Homer, the the um, Lands End guy. Yep, Faulkner. Falk, yeah, John Falk, who's political, but John I love Faulkner. that land that Lands End man. I've been to Homer many times, and great hotel. I love that yeah. place. It's great. That's a great, per- perfect locations on the beach. You know, is, I'm, I'm being paid to advertise. I'm the Lands End lobbyist. There, there it is. You know, if you're in Homer, guys, go to the Lands End. I mean, maybe he'll buy an ad on my website if he, if he hears this. Yeah, throw a little sponsorship. But but so so you obviously political people in your family, but you come to Juno, and what what was like. Cause I remember it was darkness and the mountains and how dark it gets. It's, it's further south in Anchorage, but because of the mountains and everything, it gets it gets dark very early. Yeah, it get dark. It got it got dark at like four, maybe like four or five, and then it would you know it would take forever to get light. So it was like this like perpetual twilight, you know. And you'd I would walk to the Capitol, I'd walk back to my hotel, I'd go out, you know, and it was just dark and like 
sort of foreboding, and you the mount you surrounded by the mounds on both sides. It's like a weird. It's a very strange place to do politics, not least because it's like, you know, almost a thousand miles away from the. the I mean, population the, they would have never built a town here. I mean, it was gold that got it, but but if if there was no gold, I don't think they would have built a town like right here. There's many other places, better places to, to build towns. In no, Southeast. it doesn't make sense. Like to build it, it's it's you've you've got like the mountains on either side. You're building up. You know, it's it's like. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I wasn't there. Obviously. Well, the thing is, too, it's like we're, we stay at the Driftwood, but, you know, you can walk to the state office building and take the elevator or there's a, the stairs. But if you go on the stairs or if you walk downtown and go, I mean, the, the hill is like. The hill's brutal. I mean, it's, it's a brutal. I mean, it's a straight up kind of hill, you know, from yeah. the top bottom to the capital. No, the hill is brutal. I mean, I, I went to school in Pullman, which is the whole school is on top of a hill. So I had to like, I got really good at. I think you wrote that one of your early it kind of reminded you of Pullman. Yeah, yeah, I probably did. I can't remember. But yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, the, the school's built on a hill, the capital's built on a hill. It's like a weird, it's sort of a strange place to, to have a town, especially a town that's your, you know, center of state politics. But So when you first got here, now I've been here, this is my fifth year, so I was kind of trying to show you the ropes, but, uh, and I, I experienced the exact same thing when I first, I mean, it's very overwhelming. There's a lot of people, there's powerful people. It's, it's a, kind of an institution and you can just feel it. And I mean, it took it took me probably, I first started coming down in 2019, it took me, you know, a good month or two months to really just feel almost comfortable. Right. Well, I, I think you probably experienced the same me, thing. It took me like two weeks, I think, maybe in the, in the first month, you know, where I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't think I'm like equipped to be doing this. I'll, I'll do the columns. I'm, you know, it's great. I'm, I'm having, it's, it's interesting, but I don't think that this is like, I, I'm, I'm missing out on a whole bunch of institutional knowledge and I don't know how to get that in the time that I'm here. And then, that's, that's, I mean, people have been here. Yeah, people have been here many, many years, and they still don't. Yeah, I mean, you it's get really staffers, hard. To, you mean staffers and legislators that come here you know, session. It's, it's, it's a job, like an actual job. But um, I don't know. Like two weeks in, I think I started to figure out what's interesting and like what people react to. I mean, like the the, the, the coverage that I would do and the the columns and stuff. Yeah, and after a while, you start to get a sense of like what meet because I mean, every day there's like five or ten or you know more committee meetings and floor <laughs> sessions, and you kind of figure out like. I look at the, every day. I, I kind of taught you look at the schedule, figure out what's up. You can kind of get a feel for the bills that are in play, and then the ones that are just—I don't want to say nobody cares about, but that aren't that important, right? And there's like obviously there's like bills that, that I mean there's very important bills, but some of the other ones that aren't like strictly as important. There's some interesting hearings too, like um, like that Goldbacks bill I did, McCabe's bill. Oh, the, the I mean, um, yeah, very very like it was an interesting specie. Yeah, the, what the, the fuck the, do they call it? The, uh, so basically, it's these little gold. Yeah. It's like not money, but it's like they're it's you know point oh oh whatever gram of gold. And some states, I guess they kind of use them, and it's not. It's like voluntary, and it's more about maybe like like avoiding tax potentially. But right, he had some of them. You call it that column. I think it was Baby Got Gold Goldbacks. Yeah, Swish column title. Yeah, that's that was a good one. But that, that was, was an interesting hearing because they were actually passing these around, and yeah, and that bill isn't. I think it went to House Finance now, so it's kind of. But he even admitted he was like ah some guy you know. Some some guy in my district doesn't like banks. Fuck them. Right, right. It's McCabe's. I mean, it's Big Lake, so it's sort of an interesting mix of people. But the 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 goldbacks themselves are like from this like company in Utah. They look kind of cool. Something. I mean, they, they look sick. cool. Yeah. They look like like really fancy like gold plate of Monopoly money. But but then I mean, somebody pointed out. I think one of the questions at the hearing was like, "Well, who's the company that make like what are we? Yeah, what are we doing? I mean, and I mean like, <laughs> do businesses have to accept these?" And he was like, "No, I just, it's 
just take the sales tax off. The, the thing about Juno, right, and, and you, that's an exa- one example of many, there's so many things, I mean, you can basically learn about, I always give the example of a couple of years ago, there was a, a, a bill on um, these um, micronuclear reactors. Which these, I, did a, they, I did a column about that one. Yeah, and these guys yeah. were in town that were nuclear physicists from some, I forget company, but. It's from Ida, it's the Idaho National Lab. They were talking about how they can make nuclear reactors that can power like a base. But there was, a, I think it was different guys a couple of years ago, but I was talking to them. And it's like, I don't think I would be able to get 10 minutes with these guys in my regular life, but they're here. And yeah. you can actually talk to these guys, these phys- nuclear physicists about these little, basically, Connex nuke, nuclear reactors that yeah. can go in the... But there's all kinds of things like that you can you can hear, learn about and, and understand that, you know, normally you wouldn't really have any way unless, unless you read a book. Fisheries bills are great, too, because everybody shows up because everybody cares. I mean, not everybody, but like a very significant... Large vocal amount of the population cares about both commercial and subsistence fisheries. Like, well, the board of fish, the nominees, and the fish war stuff that's been going. And you just wrote about that area. And there's a proposed bill from Senator Olson to close a kind of a fishery in the Aleutians yeah. and part of Western Alaska, which would, you know, there's I guess arguments about. We'll talk about the argument. There's one argument from the commercial side against it, and then there's a subsistence side for it, right? Right. I mean, the commercial guys very justifiably say like. This is a significant amount of our income. If you close it in June, we lose like a third of the summer. And we've already bought gear. We've already, you know, set our schedules. I mean, if you close it now, it's over. I mean, you're 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 disenfranchising a very large, or not, you know, not soup, but a very significant amount of the the fleet. And and those fish taxes they go to support those rural, you know, Western Alaska and like the the peninsula, the Aleutians. So if you close it down, it's you you hurt a lot of people and and you put a lot of people out of business. Yeah, people go. A wild on the fish right. stuff. And the subsistence people, again, very justifiably are like, I, we can't, I mean, the fish runs are down to nothing. You know, it's like 100,000 or something mm-hmm. going up the Yukon. We got nothing. They're shipping in, you know, like flash frozen chum for us. To, we get, there's nothing. Well, what, I, what, I, what I've said, you know, and I, I got, this is, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I did a podcast with Ben Moore. He used to be the head of the Kenan River Sport, you know, sport yeah, fishing. No, I've, so, I've you know, talked to Ben. Ben's cool. So, so but, you know, he's a lobbyist now, but he was out of this group from Kenai that's really about sport fishing, you know, and like subsistence and sport. But um, I told him, I said, look, I mean, why don't we just close the whole cook inlet to all these set nets and drift nets? Cause that's where the bulk of the population lives, you know, cause these Kings get wrapped up in these, caught up in these nets and the Kings are very valuable for people who want to come here and catch a King. Um, and man, when I said that, like I started getting caught, it was on the podcast. I started getting calls and texts from people, friends of mine in the Kenai, you know, mind your own fucking business. I mean, people get really, amped up on this fish stuff. Well, the other thing too is, I mean, this wasn't, this isn't about Olson's bill, but like commercial trawlers too. Never, everyone asks about like where, you know, where the king crab population go and like, what's, you know, what, what, why can't we get king crab anymore? And it's like part of the reason is the trawler, which is not, not a very, I mean, again, not a very popular opinion. You'll, you'll get calls after this one too. What I always wondered, and, and I talked to some guys that were in town recently from, you know, Tr- Trident had a big, you weren't here, but there was a big event and it was like king crab and like mm-hmm. all this it was great. But I just, and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm not a scientist here, but, there's all these people in Alaska and in the United, you know, the world that, you know, want, want to eat fish and different animals. How many like fish are they like crab or fish are there? Like a, I mean, are, a finite amount. Obviously. I mean, well, I mean, they, they, yeah. there's new ones, but like I'm saying like right now, I mean, are we, are we consuming 20%, 10%, 50%? I'm just like wondering, I mean, cause it's such a big ocean. I don't, you know, yeah. I'm sure they have ideas of, of this, but I mean, is it, is it like crucial? You know, are we like, running out i know some of these runs are very low but is that for other reasons like the number i saw i mean the one that went that made the rounds like nationally where they were like oh we lost like a billion crabs are gone you know 
And that was where the crab fleet got, you know, the crab season got significantly, like, demolished. And it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, I think they give they estimate or they give best estimates. But, I mean. I, and again, well, there's, I'm like, not, rules, too, on, like, yeah. how big the crab, you got to throw them back. Yeah. Same with, like, on the East Coast lobster. I mean, there's all these rules. But, I don't know. I just, I just like, kind of wonder. I mean, are we, are there a lot? We well, or there are, are, are there, I, like, very few that we're kind of like, oh, shit, we're going to, you know, we're in trouble. My cousin, he's, like, a, a former guide. Um, and then he went to school for biology. And he's a. Does something else now, but he he has you know he uh, has some experience, and he was like, "You what happens is you you wipe out like a portion of the breeding population of the crab, and it's like that has this massive ripple effects, you know. I mean that's that's part of the reason that the the populations like suffered so much, and then you know there needs to be more observers on on uh, on trawlers, and it's, it's, there needs to be more. Regulation. Well, I mean, that's that's why I've said like shut down shut down the nets and cook in them for five years. And see what happens. Because I've talked to people that, are older guys that have been around a long time, and they were saying back, you know, 40, 50 years ago, there'd be these big kings way up north, you know, like there'd be Sam, they'd, they'd go way up towards the valley, Talkeetna, you know, but you don't, you don't see that anymore. Because, because they're all getting grabbed up in these, in these nets. Yeah. I mean, they, they shut the, even in my memory, I remember when you could pull kings out of the Kenai and dip net for them. Not a lot. And it was pretty, you know, few and far between, but you'd get one and it'd be like, oh, damn, you know, here's a, here's a king in the Kenai. Now, I mean, it's been that's been gone for the last like ten years or whatever. Again, not an expert. Don't ascribe to me any, you know, particular this is, institutional this, knowledge. This, this is an opinion based podcast. This is an opinion based po- podcast. I'm an opinion based columnist. But 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 but, but, but uh, you know, I will say that um, when you, I've, I, this is a valid point, and some people get really angry when you say this. The value of a king salmon, right, to, right. to like a, a sport fisherman or person who comes up here. When you look at the airplane ticket, the hotel, if they get a guide, the, the rental, whatever they fishing like, license, like all lodging. that, all that combined, you know, adds up to ten or fifteen thousand dollars, right? You know, in total value, and they throw them back too. I mean, it's not like they're keeping them. Yeah. So, but then if it gets caught up in a net and gets killed, I mean, I guess you know it's worth whatever it's worth. I don't know, three or four hundred bucks, yeah. but. And and then maybe this is like the you know hippy dippy like California parents in me, but I think there's also some inherent value to having. One of, I mean, objectively, one of the coolest sport fish out there, just continuing to exist in in a natural environment. And if you take that away, it's king like, salmon's amazing. I mean, what's the, the, the way it point, looks. I mean, know? the whole thing about it is like, yeah, you know, it's like it's like a marlin or something. It goes you know, out going, of the ocean. It feeds. It it goes back upstream. It die, It's a very like it's a beautiful life cycle. And then it's just it, it, to lose that or to significantly diminish it. It feels it's it's like you know it's like killing an elephant. You know, you can but. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not against hunting. I mean, I'm, I'm all about, you know, but I, I've always, nor, like... Nor I. I mean, I've always, like, the dudes killing the tigers or the fucking elephants or lions or whatever they're doing. I mean, I, I, yeah, sure, and I understand there's some, like, they there's some, like, they raise money and that helps them p- patrol poaching. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you got to kill a fucking You're not lion. Like, you know, you got to kill a lion. <laughs> I, I've hunted, I've, I've killed black bear. It's great. It's, it's very cool. I wouldn't do it if they weren't like, if the population where I got it wasn't extremely healthy, you know, it's, I'm just, I'm, you know, and I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm with yeah. you. I mean, these, 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 there was that dentist, remember that dentist a couple of years ago, that, which, which he did that legally. Everybody forgot, forgets about that, but still it's like, come on, man. Like what? Well, part of the thing is they, they, they're able to raise a lot of money. People, people pay big money for this. And, and you know, one of the arguments is they say, well, we can, this money lets us, you know, preserve, uh, you know, crack down on poaching activities. Cause I mean, there is a, you know, market for a lot of this stuff, especially yeah. the ivory with the elephants, but it's like inside me, I have noticed, I mean, I don't, I don't mind if it's a moose or some, you know, 
Some you're gonna eat, like bear, a lot, lot of them around. But just I, just, I have no desire to go kill a fucking zebra or like no, you know like no. a, like a like an ibex. Right, right. I don't. I again, I'm not against. I, I think trophy hunting's fine if you do it correctly. But it just, I think if I'm gonna kill something, I want to you you know and eat it. I turned the bear into a rug. I used everything I could of it, and it's like my buddy Kale a couple years ago got from somebody on the slope. I, I think it was in the villa. I don't know what happened. They killed a polar bear. Yeah, and they had polar bear, and they. I mean, I said I don't want to eat like. I don't think you can eat it. I think it's like well, there's like the, trichinosis. You, well, yeah. No, it, they cooked the fuck out of it. They cooked it for like I don't know, ten hours like, or. I feel like it tastes like. Fish. It did not taste that good. No, I, it was very like like it was like chewy and it wasn't something you'd want to eat. Well, that's the thing with like fall fall bear too. If you eat a, a bear that's eating like you know dead fish, it tastes like fish. But you, the bear I got was eating like seagrass and like. I think berries. It tastes fine. It tastes like pig. You know, it's a little gamey, but like I watched a trichinosis. Yeah. Well, I cooked the shit out of it. Like I brought some down to college, and I was cooking it for people. And now you have like a family cabin or some kind of deal on on there in Homer, right? Uh, I've got a spot out in Catchamac. It's been in the family. Is there any hunting there? Or is That's more more. Yeah, I think there's there's a bear. There's a lot of fishing. Um, there's been I've seen sheep there before, but it's you got to go way like it's way more effort than I want to put into it. It's was, technically a moose season, but I've never seen him. So I was, you know, I don't know, a year or two ago, I was out there in Trugatch on the ramp, and I, I got pretty close. To, like these fucking, I was like, oh my god, a sheep! Like there were, there was like five or six of them, and they were thirty, fifty. I mean, they were pretty close. And then I kind of, I, I just was, like, I was, like, I wonder how close I can get. When I got a little closer, bat, dude, they were gone. Like they're, fucking they're amazing, incredible, like, ama- they're, gone. They're shutting down the sheep season too. Uh, I think after this year or next year, because the the lamb population, it's like. They had some really brutal winters, and they just the population they're they're closing it down for a little bit to let it bounce. Back. That's a hard. I've never I've never done that, but I know guys that have. I mean, they they go way up there, and then it's a, sometimes they hit it, and the thing falls, fucking um, you know, yeah. to, rolls down the mountain. They got to go find yeah. it. I've never done it either, but I mean, it's a it's a rough hunt from what I've heard. I uh, even like bear. Me and my I went with my uh, my friend. We had to pack it out, and we didn't the we didn't want to fillet because we wanted to bring it back and fillet it, you know at, or you know process it at the at the camp so we had to pack it back out on like a stick you know like you know real old school and that's like three or four hundred pounds or something it was maybe that's like a hundred years ago shit yeah literally I, I was like this is i don't i hate this are you smoking your pipe no <laughs> yeah oh the if, fucking, if, if the, the folks pipe. listening yeah. haven't been to juno i mean you're kind of infamous. You're known for this pipe, this old pipe you smoke. I, I have outside, I have outside the fucking yeah. um, triangle or the narrows bar. It's it's nice. Okay, I, I you have asthma. I have I have like I had childhood asthma. It's much. Can you smoke now. a pipe? Well, you don't inhale. You just get you still get like a little nick head. And it's what are like you, Bill meditative. Clinton? I did not inhale. I did not inhale. I did not. I did not have sexual relations. How do you know that? You weren't even born. Uh, yeah, but I know. Is that, is that just in, in, in the in the in the lexicon? I've seen the the video. The, maybe the smoothest guy. It, I was a kid, and I was like, "Man, damn, he didn't inhale." <laughs> well, Henry Henry Rollins has this bit when he did he did spoken word after he left Black Flag, but he was like, "They should teach fucking Clinton in class." He he talks for like three hours. He doesn't say a single thing. He has oh, this yeah, like no, language. He was, he was a yeah smooth operator. Yeah, now he's kind of they kind of canceled him though. And he's, then then he went to Epstein's island like a billion times. And, yeah, he's he's you know, basically canceled. Yeah, I I don't yeah, think he can speak anymore. This is anywhere. an anti Bill Clinton podcast. <laughs> Um, I think Bill Gates went to that island, didn't he? Was he in the yeah, list? Yeah, Bill Gates went there. Bill Clinton went there. I like that Ricky Gervais thing when he's like that one speech. He's like, I know Jeffrey. Epstein. He's like, I know he's all your friend. Oh, and the, you know, what, was it the Emmys? The the great, yeah, one of those awards Ricky deals a couple years ago. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to. Okay, so you were in Jennifer a month. Um, I wanted to keep you here, but you had to go. How's, how's that Oban Scotch? Oh, yeah, you got a piece of cork. Yeah, I, I did the podcast with Ashley Carrick. I 
had that bottle for a while. I thought it was a twist. I twisted it. The cork was it broke. <coughs> so then I had to push it in. So you got you got to watch the cork. Yeah, me and me and Ashley and you. It says that's the that's the legislator columnist bottle. It's a dream team. Yeah. Okay, so um, you were here now. Why'd you? you got, you had to go back anyways for something. I mean, there was... I um, Well, I had a potential job offer, and I didn't get it. I oh, was, you had a I job interview, yeah. Yeah, I had a job interview with... Uh, I won't say. I, mean, I don't want to... Call them out. Fuck them, you know? No, I, they they were very nice, and she actually... She called me, and she was like, you you were great in the interview. We just hired somebody that had actual per, you know, professional experience. If you need any advice and, and maybe a job after law school, give me a call. Well, like, also, right, you're, hey. you're planning on going to law school in August or September, right? So I'm it's a short term. I'm going to law school, yeah. <laughs> yep. So for the folks listening, you know, if you want to hook up Jake, yeah, uh, with some, with some po- pocket money for where are you go, where are you going, Idaho, Idaho. Well, no, too late now. Yeah, Idaho. Oh yeah. shit, was I not supposed to? Well, no, I'm just, I don't know why I'm keeping. Then you have like several options. I or? was looking at uh, Idaho, Gonzaga, Oregon, and Lewis and Clark. A lot of Alaskans went have gone to Gonzaga Law School. It's a good school. It's a very good school. I got there for undergrad and I got there for law school, and it's just I, Idaho was giving. How me are you paying money. for this bitch? Um. Well, by the way, unless, I got I got to say, Jake has provided me with a bee's knees port Chilkoot like, distillery. I, and then, I like these like canned cocktails. It's kind of nice. Yeah, no, they, they have these at the drift, uh, the little liquor store across the drift. That's where, that's where I got it. Yeah. So they have a whole little, you know, smorgasbord of options. Yeah, so bee's knees made with gin. So are you getting a, co- a scholarship? Are you going out of pocket? I got, got, so I got, got a, the, I got a pretty significant scholarship and I also got in-state tuition. So at the end, at the end of the day, it's only like $12,000 a year. See, when I was, I, I took the LSAT, did horribly, but when I was looking at, going to law school uh, at the time, it was kind of like, as I recall, it was like, you really can't get, there wasn't a lot of scholarships for law school. Well, this was an institutional scholarship. And whenever I don't, I, it's like 12, I figured 12,000 a year tuition. That's cheap. I, I mean, can borrow that and I'll just make it up, you know. Also, I know uh, people the, who the, gradu- other, the other thing, the other, the other plan I have is to, uh, if there's any like older women out there that need some sort of like consort, like a... Um, like 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 a queen's like a queen's consort exactly yeah just sort of like an advisor you know um. so 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 would you if a seventy year old woman said Jake I'll down nope uh-uh. no no they're gonna cover everything but oh, you have okay. to kind of spend three years they're they're a local in Idaho and you got to kind of hang out with them for three three years would would that do it you're gonna leave debt free yes I would I, do I it. like that yeah that's, that's a good answer yeah, I'm, I'm a hustler man. I know some people that have graduated from law school that literally had two hundred thousand dollars of debt. That's that. That was going to be the case if I went to. I mean, not to call them out. It's a good. It's a private school. You know, a good school. Lewis and Clark. It was like, yeah, yeah. going to be like forty thousand dollars a year or something. And I was like, I can't. I don't want to do that. I can't borrow forty thousand dollars a year and you know do one hundred and twenty thousand dollars or whatever of debt. It's I mean, like, if, I if you leave with you know twelve, so if you if it's twelve, and then I'll I, probably borrow a little for housing too. So it's probably going to be like. Fifty thousand at the end of the year. I mean, if you live with fifty, and, and if if I mean, if you really, that's what you want to do. You want to be a lawyer. I mean, you, you can get a job, and you know, I know some guys that had more than that, and they they, yeah, worked, I, worked hard and they paid it back. But yeah. you got to make sure that's what you really want to do. You know, I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah. Okay, so you were gone for a while, but you were still writing. You wrote about some stuff that was happening in Anchorage, <laughs> some assembly stuff. But then you came back, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. Tell me, like. The difference you're experiencing from the beginning when it was just starting new new legislature new people you know the house organized on the second day there, there was like really kind of everybody was getting to know each other now it's at the end and they're trying to figure out a budget it's very far apart on this dividend thing what are you kind of experiencing now from before when you were here in january well February? the the 
the the main difference is I think that everybody's more focused on like you know a couple specific things, right? Like everybody wants to pass a budget. Everybody wants like you know not everybody obviously, but there are more specific focuses on like are we going to do oil taxes? Are we going to do income taxes? Are we going to do the sales tax? What's going to happen? Things have kind of like coalesced into specifics, you know, because there's only what 19 days left until the end of the. Yeah, I mean, it's less than three weeks. Yeah, something like that. And then, even you know, maybe they'll do a 10-day extension or whatever. But, but that requires a two-thirds vote, and that's not, you know, that's far from a guarantee. Right, right. So we, we, it's the 28th, so we got 7, 14, 15, 16, 18 days left. Yeah. The the, the first, I'll compare it, like, um, in college you get, like, syllabus week, you know? All the professors pass out syllabuses and nobody goes to class. and Syllabi. Yeah, syllabi, whatever. It's been a while. Everybody, you I'm know, not even sure if that's the right No, term, you're, you're right. I fucked it up. Anyway, but damn it, Jake. I that, that that's why you got me, you know. To yeah, syllab- syllabuses. I was a copy editor too for a while. I should know this, but anyway, so it's like syllabus week, and nobody ever goes to class, and everybody gets fucked up, and it's it's great. I went to the preeminent. I kind of I, I remember that. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember that now. At WSU, it was a whole like thing. I mean, it's the preeminent party school of the Pacific Northwest. Everybody, no, it's they make a sport. It's like a it's a. You can major in that. Well, we've talked about this before, but you originally contacted me when you were in college, and you had, I guess, been familiar with Landmine, but you wrote that that article, College with COVID, or COVID with College. I actually went back through my inbox recently. And that was, was a like, really good article. That got a lot of traction. That was a fun article to write, but I went back through my inbox. I was like, do I still have that email I sent him? Because I'd be, I'd be, I mean, just for like, you know, not nostalgia, but like, Here's where it start, you know, kind of started. Well, and I told you this, Maddie Coe, who do, does a lot of graphic design and stuff, she, same exact thing. She was at RISD from Alaska. She cold emailed me and said, hey, do you have any, this is, this is how we do. Yeah. No, I mean, the, that's that's the 21st century. You just email people and you're like, can I have a job, please? Well, and you just like show, I mean, you, you were there on our election night. You were our roving correspondent. But if you remember um, the night before we were doing the warm up, and remember the class came from UAA. Yeah, the UAA class. I think so, we mentioned this in the first one, but like I so, was like, I should not be. Here. Yeah, it's like your peers, man. <laughs> it's like, like same age, but they were the, like older than me. I was like, I don't, please don't, don't. The only way I got here is through. Don't make this. Don't like make me a. a, a and you're you're wearing your your, your 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 little little outfit with your jacket. Yeah, and my, my Allison cool, was like, cool Jake, Allison was like, Jake's so cute. Aww. But God but Peter, him. remember we we told them, hey, if you guys want to come on the production night to hang out or whatever, you know, check it out. Everybody was invited. This is because Scott, Scott was teaching a class at UAA, my partner in the studio, business partner, and then John Sharifi, the other guy that is like the Atwood chair or whatever, he was he was there and the kids, came, all the students came. And we said, if you want to come back tomorrow, hang out and watch whatever. Peter, the one kid, Peter Jackson came the next, spent the whole night there, had a good time. And then we said, well, this guy, this guy's committed. Anyways, we started, we asked him if he wanted to help out with some stuff because we needed some some help with some of the video and, even my, no, my podcast. No, Peter's been been working for us for since then. There, because he showed you got, up. You got another one showing up is you like snagged another one. Showing up is is like a huge part of life. Just sh- sh- literally showing up. Yeah, no, it's that's eighty percent of it. That's that's how I've gotten everything. I I said this on the first podcast, but I was the, the, most of the stuff that I've ever gotten that's you know in in terms of like work and like extracurriculars. I just sort of showed up and I was like, can I do this? And nobody ever had a reason to say no. So that's it. I mean, it's just, you just gotta just gotta show up. Yeah. So now you've spent some time out of the bars, and I've, that's where I go. That's where you get a lot of tips and things. But that's where the that's where the real um, legislative work happens. And, and you you actually early on were confused for a couple uh, different staffers, Dawson. Yes, I was. And then I think Donald. For, uh, no, I was confused for Stewart. Oh, Stewart. Um, yeah. So you've there's some Harris, kind of younger Harris, white males, yeah, taller, some younger, white, taller. You know, br- 
bespectacled white guys. And 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 you and, and actually, I have a picture. And and, picture and you you had been you together. had been called those na- like. I think somebody said like, "Oh, I, I had oh somebody, Dawson." Yeah, I had somebody walking into an elevator, and they're like, "Oh, what's going on, Dawson?" And I was like, the "Wrong guy." Now, th- now that's I assume is cool down, or is that still happening? No, everybody knows who I am. I mean, not that sounds really pretentious. People can tell the difference between us now. So I, I loved it when they thought you were Dawson. That was great. No, Dawson works for even, Rob Myers. Dawson's cool, roommate, cool cat, cool cat. Yeah, great guy. Dawson's roommate came up to me. He's like, uh, "Give me a fucking beer," and I was like. Uh, what? He's like, he's like, yeah, you know what I drink? And I was like, I don't. I've, I've never met you before in my life. Who are you? He was like, oh, you're not Dawson. <laughs> Sorry, man. But uh, so, what's your kind of take on? You know, there's there's a certain cadre of folks that go out a lot. There's some people you never see out, but the ones that go out, you know, I mean, I, and I I taught you like a lot of the stories I have gotten over the years have been the result of a you know conversation at a bar. Somebody's got ahead a few, and they let something slip or they give you a little bit of information. I mean, this is a way to get, you know, kind of some information that you normally wouldn't get inside the Capitol. You might sometimes, but it's, it's easier to, people are a little looser when they're out of the bar. Right. I get a lot of like interpersonal drama just through like, but that's, that's nothing ever really fit to print. You know, it's like interesting if you're here and you know these people, but you know, and then sometimes I'll get like info and like, okay. For the, for the folks listening who aren't in Juno, I mean, there is a lot of, um, we'll call it fraternization going on around here. That's have you noticed any of that? That's a way to put it. I've noticed it. I again, I don't I, I have journalistic standards. So and also no that's the other thing is nobody. I was gonna say if you had any opportunity. <laughs> not uh, no comment. Um nice. Yeah. Getting smart. Yeah. Uh not confirmed nor denying, whatever. But it is kind of like a you know, I, I've kind of compared it to like a summer camp. It is. I mean that's but for adults. I, I made that joke in my first column. I was like, this is like camp for adults. You go, you know, a thousand miles away from from the population centers. You're in this like mountain town. You know, you can't leave. Way, you can't leave. You're here for 120. It's let's let's face it, 120 days, 121 days. The 90 day limits never. They never, you know, do anything within the 90. I think days. the last time they did that was I don't know, like 2013 and 2009. Yeah, it was a while ago, eight or nine years ago. They've only done it like twice in the past like 23 years. But um, well, that thing that thing passed in 06. I think right. it was 06 okay. when the night there was a citizen like initiative. Though. Okay. So I think they did it. I think I remember reading it was like 09 in 2013. Maybe don't, don't quote me on that. Fact check that, but fact check. Yeah. Fact, uh, we have a fact check guy. Do we have a Jamie? Do you have a, do you have a Jamie? I, I don't have a Jamie quite yet. I, I need to make some more money on that. You get a Jamie, man. But you're, you're speaking of this, you're looking at the building behind us, this assembly building. I'm in the Shattuck building. That's the one they're going to turn into these legislative like dorms. That's, that's the other apartments. thing too, is that nobody can find housing because it's also, oh, like, so, so, so I just asked the Driftwood, and by the way, I want to talk, I mean, I like the Driftwood, I've been sitting there five years, they have new ownership, new ownership fucking sucks, before they let Chuck go, the manager, uh, he used to always be accommodating, you know, prices go up in the, in the summer, but there's a special session in 2019, he was very accommodating, was, didn't give me the same rate, but was like, you know, as a long time, you know, as a good customer, he, now it's like, Clink and I took it over, there's no negotiation, it's it's uh it's just not it's it's like you're dealing with like a corporate kind of deal now. Yeah, yeah. You lost all the you lost the human touch. You were there at first, and I think you found some razor blades in your room, didn't you? Yeah, I, I've stayed in some some pretty shitty accommodations before. The driftwood's fine. Like they, the, I found a razor. It's fine. I found a razor blade, and the drain, the tub wouldn't drain, and <laughs> and uh, there was a guy outside my window, like a homeless guy that fucking kept throwing up, and you know, it was my fine. my room. Remember my room? My room flooded. I mean, I had a f- yeah. full on fucking flood. Dude. Like like there was. Wa- I mean, they had to put me in another room for a few weeks, and while well, they fixed it, I mean, the the, the 
ground out in the, my. I was like, did I spill something? Did I get drunk and spill something? No, it's just soaking <laughs> wet. And they had to take out the whole roof because the pipe was leaking. Well, your rant about the folk fest thing went sort of like Juno viral. People were, people came out to me. They were like, oh, he really hates those those fucking folk fest guys. Well, no, I mean, I've been like I said, been sitting there five years. Except one year, I stayed in uh, Star Hill. For most of, then I went back to the driftwood when when my that, release that my walk, lease ran up. Dude, that walk. Oh, bro, I, I'd walk every day, ten flights of stairs up to that Star Hill oh. to Ke- on Kennedy Street. God. But but every you know, it's, Folk Fest is here. It's a thing. It hasn't been here for a while. Maybe they were just really letting loose because of the COVID stuff. But weekends, you know, okay, you got their dope. The dopers are there, and they got their music and their that's, mandolin. That's the other thing. The the dope the dopers line the people that's a very funny one. I sound like my dad. I mean these yeah. goddamn dopers. These, these freaking so, long hairs. No, that's what they, that's yeah. they were. So so yeah. you know Friday Saturday. Okay, like I'm not gonna. They were doing it on Friday and Saturday. It was loud. Whatever. I didn't give a shit. I'm not. I don't gotta be up. I I can deal with it. Sunday though, a few weeks ago. Sunday it was a lot of people were there. A couple dozen, you know, outside in different rooms. One of the rooms I'm in 102. I think it was 104. 104 it was like a few over. You know the little kind of room, the little living room area? Yep. There was easily 20 people in there. There was a fucking stand-up bass, a mandolin, a banjo, a guitar. That's my crowd, yeah. And, and, and you know, it was like 10, 11, 12, 1, loud. Also, above me, there was people. There was people outside talking, singing, reeked of dope, reeked of marijuana. About 2 in the morning, I'm really, I couldn't sleep. And it was so loud. So I get out. I call the Driftwood, you know. Five times, nobody answered. Yeah, no, a, it's like press one for the. I press one. This yeah. number is disconnected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's nobody answering. Yeah. So so then I go out to the room the, the, where the, everybody is, and I said, "Hey, um, guys, I, I don't want to be this guy, but if you could, you know, keep it down. I'm trying to go to sleep. I got to be up early tomorrow." Oh, do you have any like earplugs, bro? <laughs> That's such a good response. No, I don't have any earplugs, bro. <laughs> well, fuck, man. We're just you know we're fucking jamming. It's like folk fest, and it was the last night. And I said, come on, man. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to sleep. And they just didn't give a shit. Um, and I mean, I, I hate to admit this. I mean, but I was, it was like three in the morning at this point. I mean, it was, it was really loud. And I could not sleep, you know. So I, had to, I called the police. I, I, said, I called, I said, look, Driftwood's not answering. I, there's a noise, you know. And I said, I, I hate to be this guy. I called non-emergency. But like, I cannot sleep. This is loud as shit. There must be a fucking noise ordinance. Five minutes later, I swear to God, I get a call back from block number. It was, it was the, one of the cops, right? I'm calling Mr. Landfield, blah, blah. And he's like, well, unfortunately, nothing we can do. Um, it's more of really? a... Really? Yeah. yeah it's, it's they a, can't do anything he about said, the he noise said, ordinance? He, I, he said, it's like, that's like a local... We've, we've had issues there, but that's really a kind of like self-enforcement deal. And, you know, I'm sorry about that. I can't do anything. Wow. I was like, don't you guys have like noise rules in this town? Wow, Driftwood's like a PVP zone. It's yeah. Like, it's a do not go zone for so, the So, I mean, they finally the knocked off around 4.30 in the morning. Wow. And I, you know, I felt... And I got like four hours sleep. That's when I did my tweet and was talking about those goddamn dopers. Yeah. Well, you missed the folk fest, Jacob. I missed the folk fest, and every day I'm like, "Fuck, I should have been here for folk fest." That's my crowd. Like, I, I was, I grew up playing bluegrass violin. Like, not. Well, I, I play cello. Girl, I, I love music, but uh, don't don't admit to that. I love cello, but yeah, I mean, come on, great, like yeah. Sunday night. No, yeah, that's it. Was really it was really, and then another guy, Tom Wright. He he was been staying. He's been staying on the drifter forever, and they kicked him out. Yeah, they, 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 they him said that like he didn't with like no notice. He's been, he's been staying there for fucking a long time. No, and now he's paying like a hundred something a night at the. He's at, I think, Juno Hotel. Yeah, Baron Opera Juno, whatever. But I mean, I'm still there. They, they, I, Tom, I'm sure, told him the same thing through May. Yeah. That's what I told him. But they told him in April he had to leave. No, I talked to Tom. I was like, what happened? And they were, he was like, they, I called. I was going to renew. And they were like, oh, it's over. You got you to gotta move out. And he was like. And then the other thing, it's like they, they, they raised, okay, prices are going up. I mean, every, every, everything's going up. I understand that. So the prices, 
you know, last year I think it was about twelve fifty a month for the yeah. long term. Now it's about fifteen hundred. Okay, prices go up, but 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 and have you you've, you've noticed from staying there, they don't come by the rooms hardly anymore at all. No, I've been here again, not to put them on blast or whatever, but like, no, I, put them I, on blast. I, fuck them. Fuck, okay, fine. I was there for two weeks or two, ten. How, how long have I been here? What? Uh, almost two weeks. Yeah, two weeks two on weeks, Monday. Yeah. Two weeks. Nobody's been by, and I don't. I mean, I don't particularly care. I don't care about the bed, I mean, that much, but it's like the trash and some towels. Yeah, I want like a new towel or something. The only, the only, um, the, the only time, I mean, I got him to come by today, but that's because I walked into the office and I was like, can I get like a uh, turn down? Like, you know, well, I, I got there and, you know, cause you were in my room and then I got, and the other thing is I got you and, and I'm not going to like, I'm not really going to bitch here, but I'm going to mention that you're, you're leaving Monday. I want to get you your own room. So I, I asked him, I said, Hey, is there a possible, I'm I'm, I know you're not going to give me the regular rate I'm paying right now, but could you give me, can, and before they would have done that with Chuck. Yeah. But they gave me I mean ten percent whatever. So for to get you a room for th- I don't mind paying it. You know, it's, I'm, I'm going to get your own room, four hundred bucks for three nights. Jesus man, I could have camped. Don't worry about that. No, no, no. Okay, I mean, right. but I'm not. I'm, it's not, I'm just saying, if back in the day they would say, oh, a long time customer. This guy's been here for like, you know, how about well, it's, we can't do fifty. We'll do a hundred. Yeah. How about th- we'll give you a deal? You know, I mean, every business has like, oh, you come here a lot. I'll give you a little a little freebie. Like not a freebie, but like. Just, you, you take care of the customer. Yeah, no, I mean, everything But now it's like that. some corporate, you know, yeah. takeover, and it's like, let's just milk everybody and yeah, not and appreciate, the, not, not, not a value, value the customer. And I, I don't blame, like, the front desk or, like, the people, the actual people No, there, it's not their it's fault. Like, it's, no, they got orders. It's corporate, you know. Yeah, that's not their fault at all. I mean, I like yeah. all the, I like all, I've been standing there for, I mean, yeah, they're all great, you know, I, I got, but but Chuck was a longtime manager, and he was, you know, summarily dismissed. Like, I don't know what happened. I'm just assuming he was dismissed because he's gone. Yeah. And I don't know if you met Chuck, but Chuck's great. I don't know if I've met Chuck. He's my he's my guy. Yeah. He's got a monosyllabic, you know, C name. That's yeah, right. I mean, I, I, I need to write about this Driftwood yeah. situation because, I mean, this is like a lot of people stay there. A lot of legislators stay there. A lot of staff stays there. I've been staying there. I know of at least at least one legislator staying there. I mean, people, the, the, a couple staffers. Steve Thompson used to stay there. Yeah. Tom Wright. Um, I think there's a couple staffers staying there right now. Yeah. Several, several legislative staffers. Are, one of my neighbors, their staffer, you know, so... Um, it's it's like they're 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 gonna they make their money in the summer, but in the winter that they they have to rely on yeah on other people and legislative people are are, are the big draw right. Exactly. Have you seen those two queens down there on the uh, by by the laundry machine? I, I have not seen them, but that's only because I don't I I so I was I I used to live in that the first time I was here I had to go up the stairs and they were right there and so I'd always have to pass them and I was so they just like, leave the door open and they're like basically naked on the yeah, couch and they, like the doors <laughs> open and the windows open and they have a dog and it's like. Hey, dudes! Like, do you want to like? What's up? You want to close the door? Close the fucking curtain at the very least. But it was it's full like, exposure. Yeah, it's like real. It's not good. It's not not a good look. My big, my best driftwood story, or I guess worst, is three or four years ago. There was a. It was like early, like two in the morning. There was like heard yelling. I'm like, what? It's snowing. It was. I go outside. Some couple. I don't know if they were on, on doped up or on drugs or what, but they had got a fight and they had, they had ended up outside and they locked themselves out of the room and they, they were naked. Yep, yep, yeah, they were yep. yelling, screaming, naked. On the third floor, um, and you know they had to like call the cops, yeah, because because nobody was there with the key. Yeah, I heard a I heard a great story. Um, I won't mention his name, but he told me one of the one of the guys in the building. He he I he was like, oh, you stay in the driftwood. I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. I got a call one night from some guy. It was like one or two in the morning uh, at, at the room I was in, and he was like, uh, is Allison there? And I was like, no. And he was like, well. Just send her down when you're done, and I was like, "Oh, Whoa. that's that's what that means. That's a a prostitute. That's a, that's a, that's a hooker. Yeah, that's that's a 
that's a lady of the night. And I was well, like, I, 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 this is probably in, when it was for sure in 19. I had my first year in Juno and you know, you come down here, you write about people and I don't know what the fuck happened, but it was like, it was really early in the morning. It was like a week. It was like a weeknight. I was still up. It was like one in the morning. I was watching TV and somebody started, I mean, furiously banging on the door. Yep. Like, bam, bam, bam. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, what in the fuck? Somebody after me? Like, what's going on? Like, what did I say something? What, what, who is this? And then it happened again. And I was like, what the hell do I do? You know? So then at some point I was like, I'm going to look, look into it. And I, you know, I opened the door and they, nobody was there. So they, they were either the wrong room or who knows. And then I've, I've had other people come over and say like, God, Jimmy, open the fucking door, Jimmy. And then like I opened the door and he's like, where's fucking Jimmy? Yeah. This isn't, uh, I'm Jeff. There's no, oh, oh, bro, fuck, I'm sorry. It's somewhere, he's somewhere else. And then I hear him like two rows, Jimmy, open the fucking door, Jimmy. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's certainly a slice of life. I thought, I mean, I didn't really, th- I thought for a second, I was like, on, on this trip, I was like, maybe I'll bring my, uh, maybe I'll bring my 10 down just to have under the bed. And then I was like, that's fucked. You're being fucking. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, not going to end. I wouldn't. And I, again, I would be lit as shit if Landmine Jake. Well, just got into a shooting, just open carrying, like out into the like fucking, you know. I mean, several, uh, some legislators and staff do carry. Yeah, I believe it. You know, kind of, kind of concealed. But I, I could probably guess as to which ones, but I won't. But there's a couple that are pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. It's like I. We're honestly, not going to expose them here. Honestly, I feel like I feel fine with that. Like I think that I don't think everybody should carry, but I think that like an armed society is a polite society, you know, by by virtue of necessity. Anyway, but. That's you need the Second Amendment to guarantee the First Amendment. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, on our, the, those those bumper stickers. It's like yeah, fucking whatever, but it is true. You know, like I I own a non you know a non. I have a t- ten millimeter. I have a Glock. Ten yeah, millimeter. I, got I, I like it. Smith and what? Do you like the Glock? I like. Uh, I do, but I actually have a little. I bought a little three fifty seven or a little um thirty eight special, which it's you know it's actually a thirty eight. You can put a yeah. thirty eight. Yeah. You can put that in the thirty eight. Um, the three fifty seven. But it's a it's a nice. I mean, it's a little revolver, but it's, it's is it, a, what is it? The Smith and Wesson? Um, it's a no. Uh, fuck, is it a Ruger? I, I, oh, I'm trying to remember what it was. I bought it a few years ago at the uh, the. It's a little six. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, I, I. It's it, and it's hammerless too. Yeah, no, I shot a three a thirty eight a couple times, and I always liked it. It was just a little. Small. It's so small, but it's, it it does. Yeah. It, it still gives you a little bit of a punch. Just a little cause just something to have. It actually know? gives you, I think, more. Than a three fifty seven because the three fifty seven is so much bigger. Yeah, it absorb. I think it absorbs that a little more than right. a little three fifty. You know, thirty eight special so small. I mean, you can literally put it in your pocket. Yeah, it's like it's like a one hand. It's like a purse gun. You know, you can put. I mean, you can put it in your pocket. Yeah. And, and almost not even notice it. Yeah, I uh, I bought a, a ten mil last summer for Bear uh, Smith and Glock Wesson, uh, Smith and Wesson MMB. I wanted to get the Glock, but they didn't have the Glock at uh, Sportsman's where I got it. I've got a Glock ten. When I go out and you know hiking or whatever, I take that with me because yeah. I mean that's pretty much the low. I think lowest you want to go. Yeah, I put, got the chest holster. I, I like kind of. I was like maybe I'll get a four fifty four. Like a, I was even thinking like a Desert Eagle for a while. But Did I really, like, I really want to. I, I almost bought one a while back. They had it, but it was a fifty. Yeah, and I, I just want a four. I want a forty four. Yeah, they're hard to find, but well, um, yeah, that that is a that is a that is a gun. That is a piece of. That just looks that when you look at it, you're like, fuck, that's scary. Well, that gun show column I wrote a while back. There's. The, oh yeah, that was at the the valley, right? It was in the no, valley. No, it was at it was at the Catholic. School. Oh, that was at the cat. Yeah, that's right, right. Yeah, but they they were selling those hog leg like forty four, you know, Colt anacondas, and that's a fucking. gun. See, I've tried the Casula a couple times, and it's just not enjoyable. I mean, no, it, it actually it actually 
I don't say it hurts, but it's not comfortable. It's and not that's, fun. That's the thing is like you get five or six shots with a casual and it's like you get one and you're like, you know. I mean, your, your whole, I mean, you can just feel like yeah. we, we, we've done it before with, you can film it and you can see literally the, 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 the ground, like you can see like the, the sand come off the ground. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a cannon. But so I, that's why I got the 10. I was like, I, I want a couple shots, you know, maybe smaller. smaller I, mean, I, I think my, I think the Glock, I, have, I think it's 15. Yeah. In the clip. I've got 15 plus one in the Smith and Yeah, 15 plus one, yeah. The M&P. But the trigger's a little weird, but whatever. Um, but yeah, no, that's that was my thought process. It was like, I want more smaller, but I get, you know, four or five shots off. Of I mean, the, 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 the gun I really want to get one day is I want to get the, the 44 Desert Eagle gold-plated. Go 50. Go 50 AE, man. No, I like the 44. All right. I just like the 44. But I mean, they're, you, they're both fine. But you got to get it. That, gold, gotta, that gold-plated. Have you ever seen Snatch? Oh yeah, the British. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to get um, uh, loose on each side of the barrel. I should do know? that. Yeah. Did you now? I <laughs> this probably before I knew you. I was at the uh, Wild West Guns a couple of years ago, and they had oh, yeah. a. Yep. I gotta find it's on my Instagram. I'll show you a picture of it later. They had a fucking Desert Eagle forty four, and it was inscribed. It was it was a Trump, like yeah. it had Ivanka yes. and and uh, Don Junior and Trump those. and that forty fifth. I mean, the whole dude. It was a whole deal. Like I, I want one. It, it was like I forget. It wasn't for sale, but if it was, it was like oh, fifteen or twenty grand or something yeah. crazy. So you you buy it if you have like a bunch of oil money or like you have money to burn. Not something you would shoot. No, it's something you just carry. It around. was literally a Trump inscribed. It's a, it's I mean, a, it's like a drug dealer. Gun. He was on one side of the of the um handle, yeah. and then and then the family was on the other side. Oh yeah. Like Milani was on there, Don Jr. I, I think they might have left Tiffany out. Maybe yeah. I don't. I think it'd be really funny to do one of those, but with the Biden family. <laughs> like you've got Hunter on one side. Doing hey, did like, you hear this? Like crack did you hear shit? this recently? What happened today or yesterday? Some kid asked him about his grandkids. Did you, did you hear about this? I don't there think was I some event. I know, some some kid was like, "Tell us about your grandkids." And he was a little bit struggling on like where oh, they he lived. Was like, and, oh, I have a six kids, but he actually had seven. No, but Hunter something. Biden's, um, you know, with the stripper. Yeah, the, the, the They don't they don't reckon it's like the kid's the like bastard. four years old. They yeah. don't reckon they don't recognize that kid. That would suck. Horrible. That would suck. That kid's gonna be and when that kid's, kid's older, it's gonna be, have problems. That kid is gonna be the most messed up kid in the history of like that kid is gonna like either become president or like do another or, or do, write a book. Do another clock tower shooting. He's gonna be the fucking most messed up kid. I think it's a girl. Oh well, yeah. a girl. But oh. but they don't you know, acknowledge this kid who's like Hunter Biden's love love child with a stripper. I think it's a stripper. I, I've read, I've heard that. Yeah, that's really sad. I'm. That's like horrible. I mean, the kid didn't do anything wrong. You know, yeah, like it's hey, you the, know, the kid is like, at least acknowledge it's your grandkid, man. And then there's the other thing that happened today. I saw. I was listening to Ben Shapiro, and he they asked a question about you know, chips and China and you know South Korea and bringing back manufacturing of chips here and how that's going to affect like South Korean, you know, you know because of China, whatever. Yeah. And but the question, uh, I think it was it was an ABC it was one of these outfits. They they f- found like a, a a card that he he had already get, been given the question. Yes, no, I like, saw like, that. Like, like, and and, and now, have, now, now they're denying it. It had I'm, the the reporter's like name picture. pronunciation. It was like Subormanian. and the picture of the person yeah, and, picture, and, the, and the question. And, and not, like, now now they're saying, oh, we don't we don't provide questions. It's like how it's the, impo- like you got card, you got caught you got caught. There's the fucking card right there. They got yeah. caught giving the. I mean, could you imagine like it's like okay, this isn't a press conference. It's a it's charade. It's a theater. It's it's crazy that you would. Yeah. I mean, I, I've I would never like in a million. I would never that give is, a question. No, I mean. If it's a debate we're doing or something, I'll give topics. 
Yeah. Now, obviously, we're going to talk about here are some top, but we're not going to give you the question. That's, the, that's insane. The, the whole point of a press conference is to have the guy answer questions organically from members of the press that you may not necessarily have a, a solid answer prepared, but you have to think on your feet. That's the bare minimum of being a president is like answering questions that you may not already have. Yeah, no, that, 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 that was, I mean, there was the picture. Yeah, no, I saw the name, the question. I mean, it's like, that was it was true. a pretty good question, it was, but it was a complicated yeah. question that you, 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 if you didn't have the, yeah. who knows what he would have said. Oh my god, it's a uh, it's like a Potemkin presidency. It's really bad. <laughs> Potemkin village. Yeah. You know. no, so Jake, what's your plan? You're going back Monday. I mean, you're going to miss the real real looseness starts this week. Yeah, I am missing the end of the session, which I think I would probably be I, the way I've been behaving. I'll probably I would probably be dead just in terms of alcohol. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit of a drinky poo. A little bit of a drinking problem. Um, I said drinky poo. Oh. A problem. Uh, sorry, Freudian slip. Um, it could be both. Yeah. No, and we got skits this weekend, legislative skits, which I got you a ticket for. Yes, so. thank you. That'll be that'll be good. Yeah, I am excited for that. I have no preconceived expect. I don't know what I'm just supposed to expect, so I'm going in blind. And I've been doing but, this a long time. I mean, I, I've heard stories about, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, they used to be pretty, pretty savage. From they, what they, I they've gotten a little bit, you know, a little more PC lately, but. Well, from what I understand, I'm not supposed to write about it, which. There's kind of one rule of skits, yeah, like Fight Club. Yeah, that's... Uh, three or four years ago, Laura Reinbold was there in, like, the front row, like, taking notes and, like, videoing it. <laughs> and at some point, they were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Did you see her lawsuit? Oh, yeah, 97.5 million. Insane. And the best part about that is that's not against Alaska Airlines. It's about it's against Alaska. And, 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 then, like, and a bunch of their employees. 12 or so of their employees for, like, six and a half million each. And it's like... And she's representing what, herself in what federal you, court. Oh, she's representing herself? Yeah, yeah. She oh, filed, I didn't filed, see filed that. it herself. God, that's... Now, now, I, I, last thing I want to talk about here is uh, there was a press conference yesterday with the governor and all the legislative leadership. And, and you, I, I was watching, I wasn't here, I was in Anchorage, but I watched it and it was basically a bizarre, like, we need a plan. We need, you know, but there was no agreement. There was no announcement. Um, kind of more, more of the same, but you caught something, which I love this, and I'm going to play it. This is this is pretty amazing. Now, they, they let Kathy uh, Tilton, she spoke after the governor, and she was introducing Ben Carpenter, who may be hiding something. What do you think? Yeah, I, uh, I he didn't really react. And, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this yeah, play for, the, for the Let's folks give, listening. Give context. I especially want to say thank you to Representative Carpenter for her leadership within our caucus for tackling the one, topics that many... One more time. Thank you to Representative Carpenter for her leadership within our caucus for tackling her leadership. Yeah, Ben Carpenter. Do we have a she, her, she, ben, they, them? Ben, ben Carpenter, her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was Carpenter, her, like, but man, you, you would have thought Ben would have been like, uh, well, you would have, no, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> it's his leadership. Well I, I, well, I was watching it after the fact because I was in a Senate finance meeting and I was, I was watching on YouTube because they, they live streamed it. And I was, she said her and I was like, is there another Carpenter? And then I like replayed, and you know Ben gets up there. He just got up there, like, and he was like, "I was like, thanks for thanks for that, Kathy." What? Hold on. It's just it, it was it was like so funny. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, she just messed up, but it's like. Well, I mean, there was like so much yeah. at stake, and everybody's nervous with what they say and yeah. all this, you know, budget no, stuff. Every, nobody wants to like let anything slip, but nobody wants to like that that press conference. It was it was like everybody saying, "We need a plan. We need to work you, together." You, you never do one hundred and one on press conference. Conferences. You never do a big joint press conference unless you have unless something you have big. something big to fucking yeah. announce. Like, I would have thought it was like we've reached a deal. Like, 
to do something with all those people there, all the leader, yeah. Yeah. S- speaker, president, Senate president, yeah. you know, you know, Bill Wilkowski, the rules chair, you got legislators in the room. It was packed. I was expecting, well, I actually called some people before that and I realized it was nothing burger, but mm-hmm. you would have expected like, we've reached a deal. We're doing this amount of dividend. We're doing this amount of, re- like, bam, bam. We're, we, we're all in agreement. We're do- like, we, we're announcing a deal. Yeah. I, I, that's, I mean, I kind of, well, I didn't really expect that because I talked to you beforehand, but like, I expected at least like, we're working towards something, you know, there's not a deal now, but there might be. Well, I mean, I, I kind of, that's why I asked the question I asked. I said, just to be clear, like, no deal, no plan. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the only thing, the only noteworthy thing was the only thing, the only person that said anything worth like, not worth anything, but that actually hinted towards a plan was Carpenter. No, Car- Carpenter actually um, Carpenter was had, very honest. Yeah, Carpenter was like, there's a couple vehicles, you know, not, you know, that's not one thing. We have a couple different options. And I think that's, I, I was like, okay, maybe he has an actual plan. He, he was rather honest and yeah. he was probably the most honest person in the remarks. And then you got Dunlavey like, He's like at this like tool with a spreadsheet on this big screen TV, and he's like, "Give me, a, like, give, give me, give me a little tax, give, throw yeah. me, a, throw me a little S corp tax, give me a little income, sales tax, one, give, ah, fuck it, two percent, Neil Steininger, the OMB yeah. guy, give me, give me, okay." Yeah. And, and and then he took down, he took down the dividend to twenty five. So he's like, and everything went fucking green. It was like it was all green. No, he's back, like, go back, go back, go back, don't, don't, don't show 50, 50, Go yeah. back, go, don't don't show that, don't yeah. show that. Because yeah. as soon as you go to twenty five, that's eight hundred eighty million. Everything gets real green because it's like yellow, green, red. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah, fucking. Yeah. Well, the thing, the the unspoken truth in that whole meeting was everything's good as long as oil's above like a hundred dollars a barrel. So all we have to do is not even that. If you're no, if you're at seventy five, twenty five dividend, well, oil can be lower. Look, let's think big here. But let's, but let's go, let's go, let's go to the fucking. Top. I mean, I mean, the spring <laughs> revenue forecast is on seventy three. It yeah. went up to you know last week. It was we. we was in the, the high eighties. Everybody was excited. Oh my god, we're let's redo the forecast. Let's let's. Let's redo the revenue, you know, and now it's 77 or 78. Yeah. So it's not like this is this idea that it's going to be really, really high. It's like pretty average for, 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 but what I'm saying is if we want everything we want, right? If we want a full PFD, if we want an increase to the BSA. Full PFD, now it's 50 50, by the way. So just, well, okay. Everybody's pretty much got yes, off that. Yes, but, but I'm thinking big. I'm still a dreamer. All right. That's you, why you want that 3,700 or whatever. I want $3,400 and I want, um, I want a gold Maserati, and I want uh, I want streets in Anchorage that aren't fucking full of potholes. And how about some education? Too? And Let's I want, get some kids I want, educated. I want a million dollar easement to Campbell Lake. And you saw that Campbell Lake lawsuit, right? I want to throw a million dollar party on a certain owner of Campbell Lake's lawn, and you know. Anyway, but so so all we have to do is I'll, I'll be there. Yeah, hundred percent. I want to rent a party boat and like airdrop. No, it. actually, this summer I'm going to be buying. I'm just going to let this slip right now. I'm going to buy one of those huge, fucking uni- unicorn like eight person rafts yeah. for like a thousand dollars. One of the ones at Costco, with like the blow up party raft. You know what I'm talking about? With the cool yeah, they have the, they have those are cool too. But there's yeah. one. I think it's like nine hundred bucks on like Amazon. It's a huge. Yeah. No, is I, it a flamingo or a yes. unicorn? And it can hold like eight people. Oh yeah. And and it's you know it's got a big head. It's, it looks it's it's like a rainbow. You know it looks amazing. It's yeah. fabulous. Yes. I'm going to get on there in my Speedo, load up some beers on a 75-degree day. Oh, yeah. Just, just li- you know, live my best life. Yeah. Well, the funny thing, too, is, like, people You, you like, can come, too. All right, thank you. I'll, I'll expect an invite. Um, no, what my, my, the joke was, I was like, we can extend the war in Ukraine, and we can, you know, wish perpetual ill fortune on the House of Saad, and we can bump oil prices up to a million dollars a barrel. Yeah, the House of Saad has uh, hooked up that OPEC deal. Yeah. Cut, the, cut that production. What's, what's the... Um, What's that like alliance? It's like China, 
Brazil, brick? Russia. Yeah, BRICS. Yeah, the BRIC. Yeah. Br- the Brazil, Russia, India, uh, in, India China, 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 yeah. South Africa. South Africa, Bri- yeah, BRICS. South Africa is sort of a weird one, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that that spreadsheet was hilarious because he was like clicking around. He was like, "And we can do two. Well, he wasn't. Do, he, he wasn't. Do, he was telling uh, his yeah, guy Neil, Neil Steininger yeah. to do it. He said, "Neil, give me give me a sales tax. Give me a one. Fuck it. Give me two. Give me uh, let's, let's do a little. Let's do, let's do a little corporate. Yeah, yeah. fucking ratchet up, baby. This, now, now let's go down to twenty five. Seventy five. Fifty five. Green. It reminded me of um." Captain Phillips, you know, when they're like at the end when they're trying to kill the pirates. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, like, and they're we like, two, we, got we have two, two green, we two, 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 two green. one red, two green, two red, one green. You know, and it's like, we have three green. So it's like, as soon as you light up 25, it's like, yeah. we have three green, execute. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually kind of want that spreadsheet tool because it, it kind of it made things like slightly more clear for me. But I, I think it might be, I heard it might be online somewhere, but I mean, they, they've had these before. Like, I think common, I think common. That's a common ground. I mean, over the years, they've had these like two, like, where you can basically input, you know, different, like, here's the budget, here's the dividend amount, here's the cat tax or whatever. You know, there's different, I mean, basically, there's like really three factors there's spending level, there's a dividend amount, and then there's like revenue amount. Yeah. That's really, that's, that's it. Other, other that's revenue. All, and we live in a petro state. Like, nobody wants to admit that, but it's the truth. I think no, you, we no. I think people. We, we, yeah, I guess we, people, people, people know that. You talked about this with I think with when uh, Senator Myers was on, but it was like, he, love that guy. That, that that dude's real, real, real oh, dude. Great guy. I interviewed him for a for a column. Very, very genuine. Very fun. But his uh, the the point that one of you made, what it was like before oil, we had to be more. You know. Yeah, no. I've talked to several people yeah. that you know that been around. I mean, people that are around now that were around, and they said. You know, they, they love all the, and I think you referenced this in one of your in columns, but yeah. people love the oil and they love what it did. But before that, it was, it was people who were here wanted to be here. There was a, a desire and a, and a need to like understand all the money that was spent was, was, was finite. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it was unlimited. And there was, I think, a, lo- a lot more agreement on things back yeah. then. Yeah, you had to be lean and mean because there was nothing else. It was like fisheries and timber. If you were here, you wanted to be here. Yeah, you had to put in the work, you know. And obviously, that was way before my time, and like it's substantially better, better in a lot of ways, you know, in terms of more money and more development. But like, I don't know. There's like a there, we have to go back to that attitude where it was like this thing is finite. We don't have, you know, the money is going to run out eventually. Well, even last year, when the when the oil price went up after the you know Ukraine Russia deal, it was like. There was a big surplus, and then yeah. there still was a bit of a surplus. But I mean, they jacked the dividend up. You know, I mean, at one point it was fifty five hundred, and that went back down. Yeah. But then, you know, I mean, that a lot of the money could have been saved. Yeah. They could have kept it the fifty fifty, and they would have saved another five hundred million, which we could really use right now. Put well, that put, put put that in the like, CBR. You know, put that in the savings account. Plus, we owe the we technically owe the CBR like thirteen billion dollars because yeah. you're supposed to pay it back. Right. Oil oil prices go up, and it's like, oh, fuck, time to party. What's that story? I can't remember what it was, but it's like, oh, oil prices just went up. We have a, we have another million dollars to spend. They were like sending people out of the bars or something. Oh, you know, I've heard story back in. Yeah. I mean, when, when the price of oil went up in two thousand nine, like when it was one hundred and fifty, they were like running back to the capital because the, the the revenue. It was like, oh my god, we have all this extra revenue. What are we going to do? Like come back and every office had like a million dollars. Yeah, just spend it on like a park, you know, just, just like just figure it out, you know, money to burn. They're just doling money out because they want to get it. You know, they want to pass the budget. They want everybody wants something, and it was it was just a wild you know wild time. Yeah. All right, Jake, last thing. What's your big takeaway here? I mean, you've been here early on session. Now you're here at the end of session. What's what's takeaway for it's, Mr. It, Jake? It's changed, like, so so much. Like, 
what are you going to do in law school when they're like talking about like good government? You know, this is this is how well okay. things happen. <laughs> Lawyers and good government, it's never like it doesn't mix. We're we're a very like unscrupulous, immoral people, and I I know several people, several legal representatives that would agree with me on that. It's all about the money, but I I think that like something has to give. You know, we have there's like 19 days. You know, they could extend it, but they're probably not. I mean, I don't know if they're going to or not. But it's like not sure. I'm not sure they have. I don't think they have the votes. For I don't that. think they have the votes for it either. But it'd be 27 and 14, 27 in the House. Four. I mean, the Senate does. Like, if they I, need I, I don't. The think House anybody, probably doesn't. I don't think anybody wants to say here. If any, if they keep getting that, if they get that vote, we're going to get another fishbowl. You know, freak out. But I'll run him off. Yeah, my clothes stink. It's like a fucking fishbowl. It's a fucking fishbowl. My clothes stink. God damn it. Yeah. I was here, and um, not. I'm not a fan of her at all. But it was really hot. Like it was like yeah. 80 degrees, and when you go into the the Senate floor, the House it's floor, it's hot. hot. It's not very well. well Even when it's like 60 degrees out here, 50, it's still hot in there. Yeah, no, I walk. So imagine when it's 80. It's like a sauna. Yeah, I know. But, but something has to give. I, I, Dunleavy kept hinting at like some kind of tax. There's a there's already a tax on the House floor from from Carpenter. You know. Not House floor. It's in the House. It's in the Ways. Sorry, sorry. It's in the House. His Ways and Means, it's, yes. which he chairs. Right. Right. So there's a, there's a sales tax bill already. Are we going to get to 25, 75? Something has to give, but nobody's saying what, you know? It's like it's, it's this game of chicken, you know, and we only have uh, 18 days left, and, like, somebody has to – something has to give is what I'm saying, and nobody's really acknowledging as to what's going to break first. But – Yeah, it's – it's uh, I, I don't – I still don't see how they're they'll – figure, they'll figure it out somehow. I just don't really see it. Yeah. yeah. But, but what's your general takeaway, you know, be, being here for observing this place? we got to move the capital. Really? Yes. Jake. <laughs> The Constitution says Juno is the capital. Oh, well. Got to deal with that. I, I was going to write a column, but I mean, I don't think I'm going to. But I think we have to move the capital, not only for the fact that people need to be have access to their representatives. I mean, the vast majority of Alaskans need to have access to their representatives. But nobody can find housing. <laughs> nobody can live here. It's a problem. People but, are, I mean, they, they, they've done, like, they had one of the Egan Center years ago, and I, I don't really think anybody really showed up. Yeah. It wasn't like people were pouring in. Hey, you know. I mean, like staffers are living in their cars. I mean, I think. I don't think it, really. I there's I know at least one guy. No shit. Yeah. Um, but the other thing. How embarrassing is this? Like, is our government where people are living in their? It's a vacation town, and you're competing with tourists, and it's like. Well, we're supposed to be done by now. I we're well, yeah. In COVID we're in 2020, they passed that baby in like 68 days. Yeah. It's. I, I, I had like a joke where it was like, oh, they're keeping, you know, they keep it in Juno because they're trying to get the legislators to like, you know, slim down their staff as much as possible. They're making it like. No, I mean, there, there, there is a, a strategy or, or t- you know, there's a strategy to that. Yeah. Where people who like don't need, you know, have staff locked in or they, or they you know, they have a place to be and they're from Southeast or, you know, I'm kind of thinking of like Bert Stedman. I mean, he doesn't give a shit. Right. So, so, so does he still live in his boat? He's in his boat, yeah. you know, and like. I know, pe- two, but, I know two staffers that have bought boats and are living on yeah, them. Yeah, so there's people who want to, like, a lot of people like like Jesse Sumner, Will Staff, you know, Stanley Wright, Justin Ruffridge. They got you know, young kids and families, and, like, they don't want to fucking be here. No, exactly. But other people, like, and they know that, and, that, and that's kind of part of the pressure. It's like, wait it out, wait it out, wait, make, make people, you know, it's a pressure cooker. Sweat. Yeah. And make and then it's like, we got to get out of here somehow. And, which, and which this only- has happened before. I mean, they've done this many times when, at the end, people just say, fuck it, and they just vote whatever they got to do to leave. Yeah. The, 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 that's and the the problem with that is is that it like naturally benefits the the people without families or you know with grown kids or whatever that are retired or independently wealthy or live in Juno and it's like 
not all of us can do that. You want a citizen legislature, you have to you have to make it in a place where the citizens. Well, they, they can did legislate. raise they did raise the pay through a really weird oh, yeah. mechanism. They they I was That's, in that room. That was a oh weird, yeah, you were there in Anchorage. You were at that weird fifteen minute Soviet meeting. That was a strange meeting. Yeah, it was that, me and Iris um, from ADN. We were the only two. I mean, not that it was like much of a story, but they get. I mean, two of them get there. It was Miles and Donald, and then three of them call in. And then they had their fifteen minute They're Soviet. Like, all right, uh, meeting notice, good. Uh, you want to change it? Okay, good. All right, we're done. It was unanimous. Bam, 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 done. It was really weird. It was like this is. Well, the pay goes up, I think, in January for yeah. the legislators. So yeah. it goes from fifty to eighty-four, plus per diem. But I don't think the staff they aren't getting. Yeah. Again, <laughs> staff, ain't, staff ain't getting shit. I'm I'm not opposed to that. I think they should probably be paid a little bit more. I think we should pay them one fifty. Exactly, but like not. Not the way that, that not the way it happened. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, that was a bad. The whole um, that was not what we call a public process. That and was, and to it was both, a Soviet process. To both Miles and Donald's credit, I talked to both of them, and they were like, "I was like, did did you? Was this on the right yeah, yeah. Ma- ma- magically, no one, no one knew. knew except the fucking night before. I wrote exactly what was going to happen. Well, that's so what Miles, they all knew. Somebody knew because I wrote the exact number. What, what I, I knew, I, I knew. I talked to Miles, and he was like, "I was like, did you know about this?" And he was like, "I found out from Jeff." From the landmine article, and I was like, "All right, well, well, it's impossible that all five of them wouldn't know. I mean, some somebody must have known because I, I'm they had the motion, they had the motion for the money, the eighty-four, which I wrote the night before. Um, you know, the whole thing about no, no, waving the notice of pu- public meeting, you know, twenty-day notice. So, I mean, I, it's over, kind of whatever it happened, yeah, and the governor did that, and you know, it was it was full on, like literally dismiss every person and like put in a whole new fucking. Co- I mean, this is how the Soviet Union operated." Well, I talked to Larry Persilly, right? Persilly, yeah. He's he in the, sits yeah. like right across from me in the press desk. And I was like... He was on that sucker. Yeah, what happened, man? And he was like, it just told me I was done. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, okay. Well, when I heard about it, uh, the meet, I heard there was a meeting notice. And I go to, I, I run over and asked Larry. And he's like, I've, I've been dismissed. I go, what? He goes, yeah, I, I've been kicked off. I go, when? He goes, today. I said, Sh-. and then I find out Kerrigan Grigsby was, was, was also removed. And then I find out the other guy had got a job in the Dunleavy administration. Yeah. And then I find out the other guy had been removed. I mean, they, they, I was like, what the hell? Like, so within like an hour, I go from a, a weird meeting notice, what's going on, to finding out they're all gone. Right. And we didn't even know who the fifth person was until the day of the meeting. Yeah. So I, I had I had Miles, Donald, um, the guy in Juno, or who was, yeah, I had four of the five. And then, and the, then the fifth guy, what, Jomo? Yeah, well, I, I think Joe, I know I had Jomo Stewart. He was, he used to be a legislative staffer. Yeah. He's from Fairbanks. Yeah, I can't remember who the surprise one was, but. but there was like, there was like a little bonus baby, yeah. you know, that, hey, we got, we got five. Yeah, we found out like on the phone call. I just love that fucking unanimous, unanimous, yeah. unanimous. Yeah, we're done. We're yes. done. All right, fucking 15 minutes, done. Which, that was a weird. I, mean, I guess, I guess you can make shit happen when you just want to, when you want to, when you want to go. The, the thing about this is, and, and I, I, you know, this is, I'm running long winded, but like. You have political power. You do what you can to preserve it. I I can't fault that. You know, if I was the well, guy I mean, you gotta. You know, I mean, the truth is, everybody's moved on. I mean, I mean, we're talking about it now, but I mean, everybody's moved on. It's yeah, it's over. It's done. They didn't reject it. It's yeah. um, everybody's got everybody got what they wanted. I mean, there's, I guess, there's some argument or merit to say sometimes you gotta you know do like power politics, but yeah, I, I don't like that precedent where you can just like dismiss summarily dismiss everybody and. Yeah. Put in your, you know, your fucking stoolies. I respect in a small way anybody who has power and works to preserve it and works to preserve. To, fuck you, I got mine. Um, you know, the governor did it with that the the compensation commission. 
The Girdwood did it with Holton Hills. Except that might be coming back, though. That might be coming back. Because Paxson did a great article on yes. that whole yep. bullshit they, yes. they did. That's a whole other another, another topic. Yeah. I think oh, Sammy Graham was mentioned. She was at one of the community councils. She was mentioned in that well, one, of, one of those uh, community councils. She, she also lodged a complaint about that library book, and then... McClure publicized it, and it wasn't supposed to be publicized. That's the library director. That's me. Me Treadwell's wife. Yeah, me Treadwell's wife publicized it. Was supposed to be confidential, and we'll see what happens with that. That was in the ADN did an article. ADN think, did right? an article yeah. about it. It was never supposed to be published. Let's get Sammy G on the podcast. I, I I'll, I'll message. I mean, again, Sammy's great. I, I, I love her. You I've know. met her a couple times. She's always been really nice to me. I've, An incredible I've, lady. Yeah. One of one of the best. But oh, she's always been nice to me. Yeah, that that complaint was never supposed. They should have. Confirmed her as library director in the first place. That exactly. whole thing was stupid. I don't no, know why they that, didn't do that. That whole in the first fiasco place. was insane. I mean, she got a better deal out of it, in 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 a way, but and then you know McClure leaks it to the with the blue Alaskan who publicizes all her. Info. I thought that blue fuck was gone. No, he's still he's still around. He was, really? Yeah he he published it. He originally published. I I think it was the it, it, whatever. Well, I the thought case. blue. I thought blue fuck went to the Democratic and then like got. He still has no one. No one's ever seen him. Like, no still, one ever saw like his, his picture was on the. Picture wasn't on the, their, their website. Like, no one's ever seen this person. He still has a Facebook page. He still has a website. Uh, so, wait, the, the, you're saying Blue Fuck published this complaint? There's a there's a complaint about, the, from from the Blue, I don't, I don't know who did it first, but it, the complaint got publicized with all her info, like her personal info. Oh, my God. And then that got redacted after a little bit, but it was up for a while. Did you, get, like, did you get that receipt? Uh, it had her name and address. Did I you get that receipt? I don't, I don't have it screenshotted, but she, I mean, it's it was, it was up for a while, but... Okay, I, I, we got we to get Sammy G on the podcast. It was never supposed to be publicized in the first place. It was confidential. It was a confidential complaint to McClure. So, I don't know, you know? Yeah, that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. And it wasn't even to get the book banned. Like, people are saying it was to get the book banned. I'm not... It sounds like I'm carrying water. Which book is it. this? The the Let's Talk About It, that sex ed book. Which is fucking horrible, by the way, if you've read it. Some of those books are... Um, there was one that a while back that somebody alerted to me that I actually looked up. And this is like a year ago. And it was it was like... Raw. No, it's like it's. And it's, I wrote about it, and then that one got. It was a pretty. I was like, wow, this is. And the lady that writes it, she's not even like a, a sex ed. She's like a cartoonist from Portland. There's that, was, there's that one book. This book is gay. You heard about that one? Yes, I've. I've that's I've another seen, one I've heard. I've seen some con- controversial. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a. Uh, I think all she was trying to do was like get it away from, um, like keep it out of the kids section, but or the young adult section. But yeah, the one book I forget what it was like a year ago, but it was in like the middle school, and I was like, well, I mean, I was like. This is a little weird. Not approved or anything, but I was like, "Damn, this is like, this it's is, extremely this raw. Is, this it's is like, raw. Here's how to take nudes. Here's how to send them. Here's how to talk to people online. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about, I don't know, I don't about, know about that, that stuff. We're, we're living in a weird time, Jacob. Strange world. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you've been in Juno. I hope you hope you enjoyed it, and uh, you'll be here for the skits and oh yeah, taking off Monday. But well, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be I'll be here, and I'm sure, some, be, I'm sure you'll be watching. Oh yeah, I've got some columns. I want to do some more band interviews. Um, the band ones are good. I like that. The, the yeah. summer, there's going to be some stuff going on. Limp Biscuits coming, right? We're gonna. I, I got tickets. We're gonna send you to Limp Biscuit. I got tickets. Yeah, I'm gonna be in the pit. I got floor seats. It's all about the he said, she said, bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. I, I grew up with that. That should be the landmine, like the intro song. It should be. I probably yeah. need to get like a copyright type thing. But yeah, they'll sue you. Yeah, I don't, don't want to get sued. Fred's notorious team of lawyers. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. They, they used to be kind of punk rock. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're corporatized now. That, that, have you seen the Woodstock 99 footage? Oh, yeah. I watched a, There was a Netflix thing on that. I mean, it was wild. Yeah. Well, the, he was the one who I think was responsible for really amping the crowd up at the end. Well, that, the break stuff, I've watched that video like probably 20 times. But he's. You like, watched the documentary? No, I didn't watch the documentary, but I watched the live coverage of Woodstock 99 when he does break stuff. And he's like, 
Yeah, no, he, he was they they kind of say he, that's where it really started to like break down. It's, but they were selling like the water. Crowd just turns into like they were selling water mush. and like sandwiches for like thirty dollars. It was crazy. It was at an old Air Force base. Yeah, it, like it, 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 it was slab, not the yeah. it was not the culture of the original Woodstock. No. It was a very capitalistic. Yeah. 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 Okay, Jacob. I'm gonna been an hour and ten. Oh, is it? Has it been an hour and ten? We always go long on these ones. And I've had a couple drinky drinky poos. So yeah. Well, Jake, I'm glad you're here. Glad you experienced it. We'll have you back, and uh, we'll see you in Anchorage, and looking forward to more columns before you head to, even when you're in law school, we can have you give us some updates from down oh, there. Oh, yeah. I want to do uh, TV coverage for the new True Detective. Well, get you, and we'll, hey, when we do our election coverage, we're going to have you back. Yeah, I'm the new stalker. That's not true. But poor, poor, poor stalker. I feel bad yeah. about that. That was one of, it was. What would you say? Tucker Carlson, Tucker, Don, Don Lemon. The stalker, Nate Silver, all gone. It's a bad they're, week. They're forming a team. It's a bad week. Yeah. Well, you're sticking around, and we'll have you on again, and I appreciate you coming down here, Jake, and you've done a really good job. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, folks, we'll uh, talk to Jacob again, and if you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me and stay tuned for the next one.